Welcome back to the Broken Rising podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about whether or not it's possible to do ministry well while you're being broken under and wounded by a leader that you serve in the church. The answer is surprisingly yes, and we're going to talk about the things that you can do to continue to serve Jesus well and set yourself up for not only a he- for healing, Uh, and preserving God's gift in your life, but the restoration of your ministry if you are going through uh, a complete uh, wounding at the hands of the church or a senior church leader. But before we get into the podcast, I just want to remind you that my new book, Broken Under, Rising Above, which is this podcast and this ministry's namesake, uh, book. It is uh, it is out and now available on Amazon. It is a fantastic roadmap of, of the, the healing journey uh, that you can take and you can go through after you've been wounded uh, spiritually and emotionally by a leader. So that's available on Amazon.com and I just want to encourage you to check that, that resource out because it is going to be a fantastic resource uh, for uh, you in the future. Welcome to the Broken Rising podcast. The mission of Broken Rising Ministries is to help those who have been wounded by a church leader find healing, embrace faith once again, and continue on the journey of their calling. Here's your host, Gary Don. So at the beginning of any season where your senior church leader is spiritually and emotionally wounding you, it can be confusing. It can be incredibly confusing. Um, you, you don't know what your future is going to look like, uh, even when you pray about it and like, Lord, where do I go? What do I do? Um, how do I deal with this? And then you wrestle with all the other issues of the actual, the, the pain and wounding that is authored in you. And you begin to second guess yourself. Um, it really digs into who you are as even a child of God. And so it can be incredibly confusing. One of the things that is confusing and one of the areas that that um, that being wounded by a church leader does is it causes you to to do your ministry and uh, do do what what the Lord has called you to do use your giftings um, it causes the the quality or the passion by which you do them to be diminished all right can you do ministry well uh, while you are being wounded by a church leader that you serve? Because you've given your best of your gifts, you've given of your talents and your time for your leader, but most importantly, you've given your time and talents for the Lord. And it can be confusing when all of a sudden that which you give specifically to your leader uh, is in its instead of being either you know recognized in the slightest. And I don't mean recognition uh, in terms of like you know you're getting the gold star every time that you you know, show up to do your ministry night or something. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about just uh, that you're doing your ministry and you're going to be supported and pastored through your ministry the way that you should be, either as a staff pastor, a key lay ministry leader, or even a volunteer in the church. All right, so you've given your gifts and times and talents to the Lord, uh, and you've given it to your leader, and now it's just being sloughed to the side. And in fact, in its place, you are being... Uh, devalued. You are even being wounded. You are being spiritually and emotionally abused, which usually takes place over um, at least the length of a season. Usually, sometimes it can be very instant, but most of the time it 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 draws out over a season. Sometimes multiple seasons. Sometimes even years. 
There very well will be a time when you have to leave the post because the abusive, as the uh, abusive behavior continues or it gets worse, there is a critical point when you have to leave a ministry post. And we actually have talked about that on, on other episodes of this podcast. So you can just go back either on YouTube or on iTunes and you can check those out and listen to when is it time to get out of town? When is it time to say, you know, it is, it's time for us to move on from this ministry position um, or, or this post. And we talk about that in, in another episode of this podcast. But in the meantime, how do you continue to minister well until some kind of resolution takes place? So you're doing ministry in a church. You don't know what the future is going to hold. You may or may not move on from that ministry post, from that church, from that volunteer position, whatever it is. And then, uh, but in the meantime, you are dealing with, okay, I have this ministry to do. It doesn't matter if you're a, a pastor to other pastors or you're a staff pastor that's looking after a worship ministry or a children's ministry, a youth ministry, or you are, you know, a key lay ministry leader who is a, a lay ministry leader who say has other um, other people in the church or even an outreach ministry that is that is under your leadership. Or you could just be a volunteer. Um, what do you do while in between the decision time how do you, or is it even possible, to minister well for the Lord while you yourself are being spiritually and emotionally wounded? And the answer to that is yes. And so we're going to go over a couple things that you can do so that uh, you can journey that out in a really healthy way. So one of the things that we can do to do ministry well is to keep your character because those you lead will see it. Keep your character because those you lead will see it. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 and 7, we read the, the, the words of Paul, which he wrote near the end of his ministry. And the words that he writes here to his protege, Timothy, are fitting for when we go through a season where we are being broken under, that is spiritually and emotionally wounded or abused by a senior church leader that we serve because we don't know what the future will hold, whether we're a staff pastor, key lay ministry leader, or a volunteer in the church. We don't know where that's going to go, especially when that spiritual and emotional abuse continues. And we don't know what is going to happen. But in the meantime, we are trying to do ministry well. So um, this is what 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 reads. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I've fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now, this is a famous scripture. Most people know this, uh, or many in ministry will know this, because it's an encouragement to keep on going. And so one of the things the Lord has called us to do is to do everything we do as unto the Lord. And so when we do that in ministry, it means that we do ministry with excellence. We do it well. We don't all of a sudden start mailing it in just because we're going through a struggle. So Paul wrote this at the end of his ministry on earth, and he pointed out to the one he led, Timothy, in this letter, that he had done what God asked him to do to the very end. And that's the point. You don't know what's going to happen here. N nobody knows. In, in a breaking under season, it, it can be very confusing because you don't know when that end date is going to be. You don't know what the outcome is going to be, even though often we see the writing on the wall and sometimes we're not, in, we're not terribly honest with ourselves about what's going on. And the reason why is because there are so many factors. And we've talked about this in other podcasts, in other episodes where 
you know, we, it, it, there are so many things going on, everything from spouses and family uh, to ministry commitment. You've committed to a, a city or a town that you uh, is literally miles away from where anybody, from where you know anybody. You could be across the country. You could be on another continent all of a sudden, and you've committed to this leader who is now abusing you and spiritually and emotionally, that is, um, and, and you just don't know what to do. And there's so many factors. But this is what you do while you're in that position. You do your ministry with excellence. You don't mail it in. You, you don't give a half effort. You put in your full effort into your ministry because remember, you're doing it unto the Lord. You're not doing it to uh, or for that leader at that point when your leader is being abusive. Now, you still are serving him. You still are honoring him or her, and it can be hard, but it's still keep your character and part of your character is continuing to do your job for the Lord. You're calling your assignment from heaven, whether or not it's hard or whether or not it's easy. All right, we are to do that. Your calling and your spiritual gifts are never rescinded because a church leader begins to mistreat you. Listen, that this is one of those themes you'll hear throughout most of these episodes uh, on this podcast. At least you'll hear it kind of threaded through, and that is that your like, and I'll say it in so many different ways in, 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 in these episodes, is that your calling and your spiritual gifts are not rescinded because a leader mistreats you. That the way a person treats you, especially if they're treating you in an ungodly way, man, that, that does not change the fact that you have an assignment on your life from heaven. Never forget that. I mean, where you use your giftings and calling and, and the when and all those details that we don't know, it's in the Lord's hands often when we really don't know what's going to happen because of, say, a, a mistreatment situation by a leader. But you're still called. You're still gifted. There is still an assignment on your life from heaven. So those you lead may or may not know what's going on, but they'll eventually know. All right. It always comes out in the end. I mean, Jesus talks about that. Don't have the reference in my back pocket. But Jesus talks about that those things which are said in the dark rooms will eventually someday be shattered from the rooftops. So eventually, whatever the resolution is, which we hope and pray for a resolution where you and that leader that you're serving come to a place where there is forgiveness and there is peace and there is repentance and the Holy Spirit comes in and brings you know, reignites unity in the spirit with the, the people that you are serving with, with the leader that you're serving with. But the people that you serve, the ones that you lead, they'll eventually know. But what they will remember is how you walked it out. Did you walk out this tough time in character or did you walk it out with a lack of godly character? Were you walking out in bitterness? Were you walking this out in envy or hatred or rebellion and, and all those things? Keep your character and do your ministry well. So that is one of the ways that you do your ministry well is you keep your character. That the people that you lead see that what you're going through, even though just like Paul, you would say to yourself, well, you know, Paul said he was being poured out like a drink offering and it literally was his death that he was facing. But for us in ministry, it's it's the death of our ministry or our death of that season at a particular post, we'll say. Uh, and so, you know, it's obviously, it's not unto death. I certainly hope and pray that none of you that are watching this, that it's unto death. Um, that would be a really tough situation. But for most, 
the vast majority we're talking about is we're, we're talking about in the context of a ministry assignment at a church or a parachurch organization possibly and the thing is is that you want to keep your character because those you lead see that character they will see how you handled it and you will actually be this will be another thing that you bless the people that you lead uh, with again whether or not you're a pastor of pastors or a staff pastor a key lay ministry leader or just a volunteer or just a Sunday school teacher doesn't matter your kids will see how you uh, how you walked out that tough season with the Lord and if you keep your character in the Lord those you lead will see it and it will build the kingdom into them the second thing is don't take the bait don't take the bait all right one of the things that an abusive leader will do is to set you up for failure. And I actually talk about this in one of the chapters in my book. And uh, another little plug for the book, a little shameless plug there for the book, uh, Broken Under, Rising Above. Um, but I talk about this in the book at, at, at length about how an abusive leader, spiritually and emotive, um, emotional abusive leaders will try to set you up for failure. We actually see it in the Bible a number of times. All right, don't fall for the trap of wounding becoming offense. All right, don't fall for the trap of wounding becoming offense. Don't for the don't fall for the trap of rebellion or retaliation. The Lord cannot honor those who walk in rebellion or resentment. It just can't happen. That just the, the blessings of the Lord do not rest on anybody who is walking in rebellion or resentment. And so the bait is um, you know, to borrow John Bevere's uh, title for his book, The Bait of Satan, is to fall into that offense. But you're going to encounter that temptation multiple times when you're being uh, wounded spiritually and emotionally uh, by a leader who is mistreating you in the church. Psalm 142.3, David express, expresses this, When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who know my way. In the path where I walk, men have hidden a snare for me. All right, so David is both affirming that it's the Lord who still has sovereign uh, sovereign control in his life, right? Who is sovereignly watching over his life with love and grace and mercy. But at the same time, David is aware that there are others who are setting snares uh, for him. And whatever these snares were, political snares, uh, snares to fall into sin, uh, snares to literally take his life in David's case. Uh, in the case of King Saul and some of the other enemies of the Lord, like the Philistines and the rest. Uh, and as you read about the story of David, you see all that. But spiritually and emotionally abusive leaders are looking out for your sin and failure because it can be used against you. All right, so spiritually abusive leaders are always looking for your sin and your failure because it can be used against you. It can... Uh, support the narrative that they are trying to bring into your life. And so my encouragement is don't fall for it. All right. Keep your eyes open. All right. Your ear to the ground and your heart to the Lord. All right. Don't be, um, don't be so naive serving uh, your leader that you aren't aware when there's a snare ahead of you. And if you ask for discernment, the Lord's going to give it to you. The Lord's going to help you in that season to walk around the landmines instead of stepping on them. 
All right. Now, that doesn't mean that, again, we don't use that as an excuse to not do our best and serve the Lord well, because we want to serve the Lord well. That's what this episode is about, about how to serve the Lord well while you are experiencing a wounding. All right. And so, uh, again, just back to that scripture in David, it said, in the path where I walk, men have hidden a snare for me. They're hiding, all right? They're not, the leader who's wounding you, they are not going to have it out in the open because people would call them on that. It's always hidden. So be aware for, of that. Now, in looking out for those areas with a, say, a senior leader, let's just say that you're a staff pastor with a, with a senior church leader, and you don't want to get to the place where you dishonor them in the looking for the snares, all right, you it, you need to honor them in your speech. You need to honor them in your actions. You need to honor them with the commitments that you've made. You continue to serve the Lord with excellence, and that means serving your leader with excellence. However, at the same time, you need to keep your ear to the ground and your heart to the Lord. Now that leads us to the third the the third idea. The third point here is that you take refuge in the Lord. All right, you take refuge in the Lord. Psalm 18:30 says, "As for God, his way is perfect," which it is. The word of the Lord is flawless, which it is. He is a shield for all who take refuge in him. When you are going through a broken under season, you need a spiritual shield. And of course, your lead pastor or say if you are a senior pastor, a board or a leadership team at the local level, uh, if they're not doing their job of pastoring you, of spiritually covering you, then you need a spiritual shield. If you are being mistreated, you're being spiritually and emotionally wounded by a leader in the church, you, you, you need a spiritual covering. You need a spiritual shield. And how do you do that? You take refuge in the Lord. You take refuge in the Lord. Now, refuge and refuge ministry has been a, it's been a, a word and a concept that's been, you know, in a good way, has been used for a number of decades. There's been lots of talk of like refuge ministries in the Lord and and all the rest. And there's a, because there's a lot of truth behind it, that there is so much in our ever-changing world that, and, and our ever-changing church world. And uh, I haven't spoken much about the, the conditions that have come about because of the pandemic, because the pandemic has caused a lot. It has caused thousands, probably millions of breaking under situations, both large and small, you know, both ones that are kind of obvious to see and then other breaking under situations that, you know, people will never see um, for all sorts of reasons. But in that, uh, in this pandemic season, uh, man, there has been a need for so many people to take refuge in the Lord. And so that's my encouragement to you. If you want to be able to do ministry well, we have to take refuge in the Lord. So I have a couple thoughts. They're really simple thoughts, but often it's these simple thoughts that we need to be re-reminded of when uh, we are going through a breaking under season where we're being mistreated and wounded. And the reason why is because in the mistreatment, in the wounding, in the spiritual abuse that happens, uh, it's too easy to forget the basics. It's way too easy to forget the basics. And it's those basics that we need to cling to all the days of our life. It is the, the love of Jesus is the foundation in our life. You are saved. You are called. You are loved. Which is the first one. The first of these two thoughts, kind of these little sub thoughts I got going on here. The first one is just the Lord loves you. All right. Overly simple. 
but it's true. You're called gifted and loved in Jesus. And that's, I dropped that just because it's a reminder. This isn't just filler because when you are wounded by a leader, if your identity is too attached to that leader and not to the love of Jesus, you're going to forget the love of Jesus. And then you're going to put your your hope, your literally your emotional and spiritual hope in that senior leader that you're serving. And when they stop loving you and they do the opposite and they wound you, you're going to forget the love of God really quick. You're going to get them tangled and confused. And that creates resentment. That creates cynicism. And that's the last thing we want to see in our lives. So take refuge in the Lord. Remember, he loves you. So the second little sub-thought here, um, sub-point, sub-thought on this, on the taking refuge in the Lord is that refuge is protection from those that are trying to harm you. Refuge in the Lord, when we take refuge in the Lord, it is a shield. It is that that the scripture talked about and the protection for those that are trying to harm you. And yes, that even includes uh, uh, like a senior leader, a lead pastor, or say a local governing uh, leadership team or a board. It could even be some sort of net person in a network. All right, It could be like a denominational or network leader who uh, you are struggling with. So that includes that, all right? And so it includes protection from, from those people that are trying to bring harm to you, that are trying to create a false narrative, that are trying to wound you for whatever reasons. And we've, we've talked about it and we will talk about that at length again uh, in other episodes where we talk about like, what are the motives behind a lead pastor with a hurt you? I don't know. Uh, so I just, you know, th- there are so many, there are a number of them. There's, a, there are, there are a number of key reasons why they would want to trying to figure them out is it's not easy because you would require for us to be able to get in the minds of say the leader who is mistreating us. But w- that isn't our job. Our job is to take refuge in the Lord. So keeping your spiritual life alive and close to Jesus will be what sustains you through this season where you need hope in the Lord and it will re-release your calling in your life. All right. So when you want to serve the Lord well, you want to take refuge in the Lord because that shield will protect you and allow you to do that ministry well that you're called to do for, you know, the next day, or it could be, you know, seasons that you are still sitting under a leader who is mistreating you. And again, there's, there's this whole spectrum. There's this, it can be small and subtle, or it can be large. And in any particular moment, uh, you are going to have to deal with, um, a seasonal change in your ministry, church, or life. Um, what, but what the Lord wants is healing and all that, but take refuge in the Lord because the Lord has called you to continue to do your ministry well while you are being wounded by a leader until uh, something comes to, you know, its closure and its end. And when it comes to its closure, you'll know whether or not you're staying, whether you're going, whether or not the nature of your ministry will change. But take refuge in the Lord. He will be a protection for you and allow you to do your ministry well while serving the Lord. So the Lord knows it's hard. He sees the writing on the wall just as much as you do. He he sees the writing on the wall. You see the writing on the wall. And and so it's not like this, the Lord is missing what's going on with your life. So I want to encourage you, if you're being harassed emotionally, 
uh, and spiritually wounded by a church leader you served. And that, that word harassment fits so well because it can feel like a harassment to your soul. Make every moment that you serve the Lord for your people count. If you're a staff pastor, whoever that is, your worship team, the students that you lead, it could be the evangelism ministry that you are running and the people that you have been continuing for season in, season out, continuing to reach to. And you can see kind of like an end game coming to your to your position at that season uh, because the mistreatment is getting worse. The spiritual abuse is getting worse. Um, there's nothing for it. The best thing for you to do is continue to give your best to that ministry right up to the end. In uh, in both of my broken under seasons as a staff pastor, I gave my best to those ministries that I served right up to the end. I never mailed it in. I gave my best uh, to the Lord uh, in those seasons. And I continue to see fruit to the end of that season in the people that I led and then beyond. And that was a privilege and an honor of the Lord and very humbling to see that the the seeds that you plant in the Lord, uh, that so many of them did bear fruit in seasons to come and they will in your life as well. So it is possible to serve the Lord well while you are going through a season of mistreatment at the hands of a senior church leader. Right? The Lord will honor you doing the kingdom work in his name out of the passion, out of the calling, out of the assignment he has placed on your life. All right, And that even though you're going through this terrible time, even though you're going through this wounding, you need to know the Lord is with you. The Lord has anointed you and he will bless you in the next season for doing the season in uh, doing the ministry for him well uh, with excellence even though you know that it could be coming to some kind of closure. All right. And so want to encourage you, the Lord is with you in this and that you can serve the Lord well in ministry, even though you are being wounded, even though the writing could be on the wall that maybe there's a season change coming. doesn't matter. You're, you're going to be able to do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. So I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast. Remember to hit the like button, hit uh, subscribe to all our channels. That is a huge help to spread the word. This ministry is still really new. And uh, and so my goal for this ministry is that so many people will come to the place, so many people that we know that have been wounded. Some of them have been large woundings. Some of them have been small woundings. Um from being mistreated by, say, a, a, a senior leader in the church or the church itself. Um, you know, we've we've talked about that multiple times. Of how many, uh, you know, it's kind of large and wide. How many people in different circumstances in church ministry have been wounded? And so, if that's you or somebody that you know, please spread the word. Let them know uh, about this ministry. And of course, uh, all the resources, whether or not it's the free resources like this podcast and the blog. Um, the weekly blog uh, or it is uh, like this new resource that I'll make that little plug for again the, uh, the my new book uh, Broken Under Rising Above which is of course the namesake for this ministry um, it is a fantastic resource a uh, number of people who have read it have been completely blessed by this the roadmap of uh, out of that pain and wounding and so check out www.brokenrising.com we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, uh, and probably be adding some more social media stuff as the uh, the seasons go along. 
but I want to encourage you uh, to rise up and rise above in the Lord, in the strength of the Lord. So we'll see you next episode on the Broken Rising Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. For more podcasts and resources, please visit brokenrising.com and connect with our pages on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is copyright Broken Rising Ministries.